0: We take a trip to Whiskeyville to visit Jimmy Mad Dog Whiskey, frontier dumb little kid. Jimmy Mad Dog Whiskey's father, Doggy Daddy Whiskey, wanted to uh, teach his boy a lesson because he was doing a lot of stupid things. So one summer's day, he gave him $5. He said, now, go out on the town and buy $5 worth of what's what. Jimmy Mad Dog Whiskey didn't even think to ask him what, what's what was and just took the $5 and, and took off. Soon he came to a department store and he walked in. He says, excuse me, sir. He says, I'd like to buy $5 worth of what's what. And the guy said, what? And he said, what's what? He said, listen, kid, if you don't know what you want, just get out of here. So he left. Walked into a pharmacy. Excuse me, Mr. Pharmacist but I'd like to buy $5 worth of what's what. He said, what? He said, what's what? He said, listen, little kid, if you don't know what you want, just get the heck out of here. So he left, went to a grocery store. Excuse me, Mr. Grocer, but uh, I got $5 here. I want to buy $5 worth of what's what. Guy said, what? He said, what's what? He says, ah, this dumb little kid. He says, I'm going to have some fun with this little kid. So he says, hey, uh, little boy, why don't you go across the street there. There's a brothel across the street. So go over there. They probably got what's what. And so Jimmy Mad Dog Whiskey, frontier dumb little kid, takes his $5. He walks across the street. There's a brothel. Knocks on the door. This woman opens the door. Completely naked. <laughs> and Jimmy Mad Dog Whiskey never saw a woman's private parts before. Mm-hmm. He says, what's that? And she said, what's what? He said, that's great. Give me $5 worth.
1: 1008 at W.I.O.D. Your news, weather, traffic, sports, and screwed-up station. Today's the last day on the Palm Beach line. Look at that. There's a call on there already. They must be getting nervous. Starting Monday, 1-800-944-W.I.O.D. Oh! Toll-free for all of Florida outside of Dayton Broward. Anybody outside 305. Isn't that exciting? <coughs> <coughs> Man, I'm getting excited about it. And now, another edition of
2: What if. Today, what if Ed McMahon were vice president?
3: Welcome back to Night I'm Ted Koppel. President Bush? Yes. Which nations do you see as our most favored trading partners during the next decade? Well, that'd be the Chinese. Chinese. The, the, the Japanese. The Japanese. The, perhaps the Russians. Oh, oh,
4: the Russians. <laughs> it's not a
3: joke, Ed. Now knock it off. Vice President McMahon. Yes, sir. You plan to run for president in 96 despite the cold reception of your fellow party members. Ah, uh, how cold? Was it? I said cut it out, Ed. President Bush, getting back to the 92 election, many people feel a better running mate for 92 would be General Norman Schwarzkopf.
4: Well, some... Ah, the general receives four stars.
3: That's it, Ed. I might give him a fifth. Oh, a
4: fifth? Why not give me a fifth?
2: Ah, ah. Goodness. Join us next time when we last... What if Jay Leno were the Surgeon General? Oh, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Smoke all you want. <coughs> They'll make more. When next we ask,
3: Watch
1: Here! If... Jay Leno is about as funny as cancer of the toenail. I'll tell you, 1015. No wonder Letterman's pissed off. We have an open line in Dade, 751, 2 in Broward, of course, 524, and at Starline at Star IODs. Miami Beach. Hello.
4: Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Neil, uh, I heard on uh, Monday. Uh,
1: 103 Sheep, Paul Castronova. Oh, please, please, forget about Paul Castronova. Nobody gives two flying craps about him, okay? Forget about him. Well, you know... This figured... man, since the day he came to town, it's all he talks about is Neil Rogers, this, and Neil Rogers... He's just like the people on Lightbulb Radio. Figure if they talk about me enough, they're going to get some attention, somebody might listen. Forget about him, okay?
3: Well, you know, I
1: mean... Desperate. You, you Desperate. Yeah. yeah.
4: It's for a worthy cause.
1: Desperate. For for the, tell him to blow it out of his ear, okay, it's sir? for
4: pubic osis. Yeah. Babies born with pubic hair? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I figured, uh, you'd, you know, you...
1: How get, much did he pay you to make this call, sir? Uh,
4: no, he didn't pay me Fifty anything. bucks? I, I heard it on dollars? the radio.
1: You heard it on the radio? You were listening to She? Yeah. Oh, boy. You really need mental help, services. So well. so, so. <laughs> I figured, uh, man, you could take them. Sir.
4: Yes.
1: Have a great weekend.
4: Wait. Can I call somebody a douchebag? You're going
1: to have to do it fast, because you're digging a hole deeper than the Grand Canyon, sir.
4: Well, i like to call my friend Diego. I know he's listening now, a douchebag, but okay. douchebag's
3: too good for him, so I'm going <laughs> to... Well, I just want to leave him on for a second and see how far he would go.
1: <laughs> good job, pal. Excellent. Just for our friends in Palm Beach. Time's running out. W-I-O-D. Hey, Neil. The deadline line. No,
4: I wanted to get on it before you yanked it.
1: Yeah. Uh, how, how about the line? <laughs> well, that, too. This being the last day. Yeah. You're starting
4: a new thing on Monday, right?
1: We're the starting a line. 1-800-944-W-I-D oh! on Monday for everybody outside Dayton Broward, outside the 305 area code. Well, somebody else in Palm Beach County starting
4: something new Monday.
1: Maybe. Well, isn't that great?
4: Uh, Boone tells me that PBR is going to be relaying the light bulb.
1: Yeah, well, we're real excited about that.
4: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, to think that we can hear you all the way up to Orlando, O needs a relay transmitter up in Vero, and now light bulb needs PBR in Palm
1: Beach. And O's also got a um, a relay thing in uh, North Broward somewhere.
4: Oh, they still have that
1: one? I think, yeah. But the one that they've got in Vero isn't even on the same frequency. You got to tune up. Well, neither is uh light bulb going to be. Yeah, They're going to they be all over the dial. They're going to be all over the dial on low-powered 5-watt radio stations. I like them So what we're going to do, are, we're going to uh, put we're going to put a relay. Okay. Have a great day, you sir. Too. Okay. No matter what I say, he's just rambling and rambling. Like I said the other day, we're going to put a little repeater tower on the top of every tall building on every street corner from here to Jacksonville, man. We're going to be everywhere.
3: Randy Gandhi. He's a Randy Gandhi. This we say Randy. Randy Gandhi. Randy Gandhi. The answer is. The answer is <laughs>
0: sputum samples.
3: Sputum samples. <laughs> exactly.
0: Mm. The question. What do you call someone who's a spitting image of Junior Samples? <laughs> 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 The answer is yes. Kenmore weed whacker. (laughs) (laughs) Kenmore weed weed whacker. whacker. Yes. Oh no. What did Barbie yell as she made love with Ken in the tool shed?
4: (laughs) (laughs) The answer is I sir. Aye, sir.
3: Aye, sir. Aye, sir. sir. Yes. The question.
0: (laughs) Tough envelope.
4: What does the coat girl say to Sammy Davis right after she says hat, sir? (laughs) 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 The answer is Stevie Nicks. Stevie Stevie Nicks. Nicks. Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks. What happens when Stevie Wonder tries to shave himself?
1: <laughs> Ten twenty-seven. we have an open line on the Star Line at Star IOD for some peculiar reason, and let's go to Hollywood. Hello. I'm a Bucko
4: fan and an IC man, even when we lose. Yeah. How you doing, Neil?
1: Good luck to you, sir. Good luck to me. Yeah, you got uh, screwed out of one last night.
4: Well, man. that's okay. Hey, what about the, the Penguins did it, now the Pirates are going to do it. We've got a long time to go yet, but it's still possible. What
1: do you think? What do I think about what? I think it's
4: possible, and then the Steelers, too.
1: Yeah, anything's (laughs) possible. And also the uh, Pittsburgh NBA team might win next year, too.
4: Oh, the the Pisces.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Hey, Neil, I want to call uh, Jim and
4: Kathy a couple of douchebags.
1: Okay. Pompano. Hello.
4: Hello. Uh Uh-huh. Good morning. Yes. Uh, It it is a good morning? So
1: far, right up until this moment.
4: Well, well, uh, we still haven't uh, decided what's it's going to be good morning yet or not.
1: Oh.
4: I'm sitting here babysitting my air conditioner,
1: oh.
4: waiting for the air conditioning man to come. You're not
1: related to that guy from Chicago who called, are you? Excuse me? I say, I hope you're having a good time.
4: I'm not related to this guy from Chicago. Oh. Uh, your number, your 1-800 number, is going to be available when?
1: Monday, Monday. 10 a.m. Well, Eastern Daylight Time.
4: I'm going to stick a girl on you from Birmingham, Alabama that has no life. Uh-huh. But she's a good kid. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I was listening to you. I think it was yesterday.
1: Where First you... of all, it's only good from uh, the rest of the state of Florida. So, good luck to her. But
4: oh, it it doesn't work in out of state. No. Oh, she has to. In call fact, for... we
1: specifically made sure it wouldn't work in Alabama.
4: <laughs> all right. Or Tennessee. Or, or Tennessee. Or...
1: Or, or a lot of the, yeah right. right.
4: Hey, you're gonna be out at the Miracle Place uh, t- tonight. Yeah. Is it possible to get near you?
1: What does that mean?
4: What does that mean? Is that, uh, you know? I've been with you since the war. I have not give up since the war. I, I mm-hmm. like your show. I'm listening to your show. I, I'm uh-huh. a driver. I listen to your show every day. I very rarely get to
1: call. Well, that's what we do out there. We have a table set up, and we sign our stupid pictures and write little uh, dumb things on there, and give out bumper stickers and wicked well, suds. Will be there. That's what it's all about. Uh, well, that's what I want. That's what it's. Uh, that's what we're there for.
4: Uh, I was listening to you yesterday. I believe it was yesterday. Where you told the gentleman that he could take an orange and uh, yeah. put it in a certain place? Uh-huh.
1: Sir, take a gigantic orange, okay? Peel it and stick it up your ass. Peel it and stick it up your ass. Stick it up your ass. Stick it up That was great. He <laughs> really was great. He's, he's still he's, working on it. He's still working on he's the still, orange. He's still peeling it.
4: He must have a big, it must be a California orange.
1: Uh-huh. Well, he got confused. He got uh, something a little bit bigger.
4: <laughs> Grapefruit.
1: No, I think, it, I think it was a, a pumpkin.
4: Pumpkin, <laughs> he needed it. Uh, I'm out of material.
2: Okay.
4: I'd like to say that uh, Donald, uh, my good friend, that uh, commercial printer <sighs> is a douchebag. Okay. And uh, say goodbye.
1: I'll goodbye. I'll say goodbye. Show. Say goodbye. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Oh man. Woo. Ten thirty on Yahoo Radio. We're doing it, boy. We're picking it. Uh, Coral Gables. Hello. Uh, can I talk to Neil, please? Well, who do you think this is? Neil? No, this is George.
4: What's happening, Neil? What's up? This is Tony in Coral Gables. Hey, Tony. Uh, let me preface my call by saying I'm Hispanic, you know. Uh-huh. Um. And? Well, I don't want to frost you a little, but I got an idea for a name for the
1: the baseball team. Tony?
4: Yeah.
1: Adios. 10.33 at WIOD. We have one open line in Dade, 751. I'm telling you, there might, there's got to be something in the water in this town because it, it's not, like, isolated. It's like the whole town gets it. Like, we'll get, like, ten in a row, and they'll all be just like that. Two open lines at Broward. Hey, listen, we're going to hit the carts real heavy today. I've got a whole pile of stuff here. Let's uh, let's break one of these out and see how these how these were on the machine. There's a whole bunch of these. This is Tom Brookshaw in New York. The recent heat wave brought on by global warming has had various disastrous effects. This just in from Hollywood. Michael Jackson has melted. Officials at the scene
3: report finding a lump of plastic next to a whimpering chimpanzee. Now, because of all things, plastic are in danger of melting. Fire officials are now installing extra
1: smoke alarms on the set of Live with Regis and Kathy Lee. I'm Tom Brookshaw. Stay cool, everyone. Miami Lakes.
4: Young Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Once for all, what is your stand-on life course?
1: Stand on this, sir. We have an open line in Dade, 751-WYOD, West Palm Beach.
4: Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay. Uh, Palm Beach Post this morning.
1: Oh. I got to tell you, I'm going to take a nap. Palm Beach Post. Like the last couple of days, it's all we hear about is the damn Palm Beach Post. This is the first Get rid of it. Don't do it again, sir. Okay. Don't even put it in your
3: birdcage.
4: All right. Just have some quotes from Steve Kane here.
1: Uh, See, even worse. I don't care. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about a little 250-watt station with a bunch of little amateur hour people playing radio. It's with dead air and with a bunch of. It's just pathetic. It's embarrassing. I'm sorry. Don't do it again. Now you know why we're taking that line away. See, those people up in Palm Beach, their idea, they really believe that they're the hub of the market and the rest of the world revolves around them. They're kind of like the sun and the rest of us are on Uranus. And they really believe that. So they think when they talk about talk radio, oh, J&O, did you hear what Dali Fowler did today? Did you hear what uh, whoever, I don't even know who else is on, Mike Miller? Who, nobody here cares it would be like somebody from some little station on the edge of Long Island calling in WABC. To, oh, did you hear what uh, Eddie Rockenfoos did today? Uh, nobody cares. Nobody ever heard of him, okay? Nobody cares. So that's another good reason to be getting rid of, uh, we'll have, even, even when that line does ring, at least most of the time I assume it will not be from Palm Beach, which can only be a big improvement. Palm Beach. Hello, Neil. Yes, ma'am.
5: Will we be able to
1: hear you anymore? Yeah, why not?
5: Well, you said you were going, taking it out.
1: I'm not taking it out, especially during this call. I'm putting it away, believe me. Oh. What do you mean?
5: Well, I thought you said we weren't going to be able to hear you.
1: I didn't, that's not at all what I said. I said we're taking the Palm Beach phone. I'd uh, to speak to Lourdes. This
5: is Marlene from Channel 7. We're taking the
1: what? Who is that? Marlene from Channel 7 calling Lourdes Acevedo at the Herald. We're taking this phone line out, replacing it with a 1-800 number, but that has got nothing to do with the reception on the radio. Oh, you'll be on Monday then? You bet. Okay. I'll be on uh, Monday, Tuesday, and uh, for a couple more days. Then I'm going on vacation. Oh. And then I'll be on on tape and I'll still be on. I've
2: been listening. I listen to you all the time.
1: Well, bless you.
2: And I'll miss
1: you. You're not going to miss me. I'm not going to be gone. I'm going to be here every day. All right. uh, Have you got it now? Yes. Okay. Okay. Bye.
3: Bye. Oh, help, help. The water in the White House. For a while, it was suspect. Then, it was tested and found to be pure. In fact, the purest water on the planet. Introducing...
2: Capital
3: Springs. 100% refreshing. And the taste... (sighs) It's good. It's good. And read my lips. No side effects. Listen to what your fellow Americans are saying about clean, pure Capital Springs. Last week, thirsty... Did the prudent thing? Tried Capitol Springs. It's good. So good,
0: made my eyes bug out. Tried other bottled waters. Bad. Capitol Springs. Good.
3: Why Capitol Springs? Because research shows 68% of Americans will swallow anything that comes out of the White House. (laughs) 100% pure. No side effects. Capitol Springs. The trickle-down treat for your thirst. Drink this.
1: Eleven oh seven at WIOD. We have an open line on the Star Line. I'm starting to kind of like uh, wake up a little. Maybe they're in the same thing. Maybe it just went around town. Is that possible? Maybe they all woke up at two thirty also and watched the weather channel. Pompano. Pompano. I might have just cut them off. You know, I like uh, misfired there. Well, too bad. Call us back. You probably had nothing to say anyway. Coconut Creek. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil. Yeah. How you doing? I'm doing okay.
4: Uh, listen, you, you were rapping yesterday about that uh, Stairway to Heaven, you know, gig. Yeah, that's infectious. It's
1: There's good. And can I have another request? She's <laughs> an orthodox Jew. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you mean you know, another? What, what do you mean another request? Yeah,
4: well, it's not a request. It's, you know that card you have of? Uh, why don't you Larry just King?
1: list off? Why don't you just list off uh, about four hundred of them? Yeah,
4: you know that Larry King. He says, "Lowe me, low me fifty dollars." Is that "Lowe me fifty dollars" or "Blow me fifty dollars"?
1: me $50. me 50 Well, I'll have to listen to it again, as a matter of fact. Loan be $50. You just uh, talk about no life. Yeah. Boy, get a hold of yourself, sir. No life at all. Man. Pembroke Pines. Dale. Yeah.
4: The ultimate of ultimate scumbag pig reports you can imagine. Yeah. I know you don't read the Slum Sentinel, but this one you have to pick up and get. Club Nick. As he needs. To buy bread that is unleavened.
1: <laughs> yeah. Club Nick. I already read it. Did you? Mm-hmm.
4: What do you think of this guy? $52,000 in taxpayers' money. Yeah. Is this guy unbelievable?
1: You know something, sir? We can sit here like they do on a certain other very low-powered station and bellyache about Sheriff Nick from now until the end of time, who is one of my least favorite people in the I history know. of you my hate life. Him like poison. And you know something? This is isn't going to do a bit of good. He's still gonna, he can run from now until the cows come home, and he'll still win overwhelmingly every time. They love him. You know what the this? older they are in Broward, the more they love him. The more right-wing they are, the more they love him. He's just an institution. He's just uh, like the emperor.
4: You know, the one quote that I love the best... And that's why
1: they had to uh, spend all that money, because the emperor had no clothes.
4: The one quote I love the best in this is the finance director, Michael Woodruff, told the reporter, the allowance is to be used Uh, for whatever an employee uh, wants it for. I'll probably spend it on clothes for me and my wife. Mm -hmm. So just think about that. You know, we're only just spending $500 for him and his wife. Uh I'd like to have the $500 for me and my wife, huh? Uh -huh. Or or whatever, even for a good time in Wrigley for the next couple of days, right? Uh But... He's doing it again. Uh-huh. Un- Uncle Neil, I got to tell you, if he isn't the scummest of pigs of pigs, and all you BSO pigs out there listening, I know you love Neil. You got a scumbag boss. Uh huh. Neil, enjoy yourself and Wrigley and have a good time.
2: Loan me
1: $50. Our illustrious news department, a bunch of big fat slobs in there are sitting around trying to figure out a great way to disrupt the show again now that the war is over. And we have another space shuttle landing coming up, which I know everybody in this audience is sitting right on the edge of their seat waiting for that. Yeah. Can't wait. I mean, we only have a space shuttle landing like about every half an hour now, right? Like it's a real big novelty. And the only reason they want to have it on the air is in the rare unlikely chance the sucker is going to crash. You know that. Because that's the mentality of news people exploiting human tragedy. They only wish they'd have been at that golf tournament yesterday with a uh, hidden microphone, listening to the groaning and moaning of those people as they were getting shot from the sky. They would have loved it. And so coming up in 22 minutes and 55 seconds, but who's counting at 1137, we have the landing of the space shuttle interrupting this important, prestigious, highly rated, meaningful show. Now, this show is about the only thing that gives any continuity to the lives of jillions of people all throughout this godforsaken wasteland in which we live. And I will grant you, the calls here today have been like about a minus six on a scale of 4,000, but who the hell cares? So we wind up again getting screwed because this isn't your microneary Neil Rogers, Rick and Suds, Hank Goldberg station. This is your news, weather, and ponderous, boring traffic and crap station. So every time the president farts... We have to interrupt the program so everybody in the audience can get a good whiff, okay? That's basically what this radio station thinks you people listen for, okay? Now, quite frankly, I could sit here and just, uh, you know, how lo- we don't have a lot of time to screw around with that thing. We've got, like, a lot of stuff on here. We're, we're going to get every spot in. Okay? I don't care if we have to play them back-to-back for half an hour. We're not losing any revenue because of some stupid, bogus decision by some big, fat Pirates fan in the newsroom that we're going to put on this stupid space shuttle landing. Here's a lady in Miramar. Hi,
5: Neil.
1: Do you want to hear about the space shuttle land?
5: No, not at all.
1: I guarantee you there is... N- is there anybody out there wants to hear it land? <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, yeah, well, him. No matter what I'd say, he'd say the opposite. Yeah. How are you? I'm okay. I'm pissed. I'm sick of this. I mean, if there was something meaningful going on, naturally, we want to be at first with the news, you you know, put it right on. Of course.
5: Well, I have something very meaningful.
1: But let's get serious with the space shuttle landing for the four millionth time. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm sorry.
5: Neil, I have to tell you, I'm involved with uh, medical sales, and I cover both the Hollywood and Holland area. Well, give me
1: some uh, doggy downers over here right away.
5: Well, I i think it's very frustrating to be driving around and you have to make appointments with physicians and we have these hallandale drivers that really and honestly i have this is the only gripe i have with them that they really shouldn't be driving Uh Um, i was at a stoplight yesterday the light turned green i beat the horn a couple times
1: no the light didn't turn green the the uh, person (laughs) in the car in front of you did either that or a dark shade of purple because they've been dead for thirty years (laughs)
5: Well, it was ridiculous. I, You know, I blew a horn, you know, once, and I'm waiting, and light's still green, and traffic is going on the side of me, and I'm behind him, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and he didn't move, and it's it's annoying, and it goes on every day, every, every day, Constantly. every hour I'm on the road.
1: A never-ending source of consternation.
5: <laughs> well, I really think that they should take a look at uh, restricting the licenses of, of individuals over the age of 70. Uh, I don't think that all of them have... Get them facilities. off the road. Get them Absolutely. off of the road. Absolutely. it's,
1: it's Except it's my annoying. mother. My mother can go to the store once in a while, but other than that, get all the rest of them off the road.
5: <laughs> At least during rush hour, you know. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's
1: oh, there's that juicy fruit spot again. Oh, boy. <laughs> Have you seen that spot?
5: No, I haven't. Well,
1: it'll cheer you up a little bit. Well, uh-oh. <laughs> I think Sonny Rosenberg's on the phone right now. Good luck.
5: Thank you. See ya. Bye.
1: I feel better now. The juicy fruit spot just came on. Oh boy! We have an open line in Dade seven five one. Who the hell cares? Is there? Let's go through and find out. Hope Sound. Yeah, Neil. Do you want to hear the space shuttle land? No, sir. All right, hold on a second. Uh, lady in Pembroke Park, do you want to hear it? No. Okay, hold on. Uh, Miami, you want to hear it? Miami. Hello. Hello. You want to hear the space shuttle land? Hell no. Okay. Deerfield. You want to hear it? No. Okay. Uh, He's thinking about it. Lady in Hollywood, you want to hear it? No, I don't, Neil. Okay. Starline, you want to hear it? No, not today. Okay. Uh, Opalaki. you want to hear it? Neil Rogers Radio, I want to hear. Neil Rogers. Uh, Miami, you want to hear it? No. Okay. That's eight out of eight. We just took our own goddamn telepole here, and there is nobody anywhere in this audience that wants to hear the stupid space shuttle land, Okay. Is there anybody out there wants to hear it? Uh-huh. Yeah, he's the one. Right now, it's 22 till noon at WIOD. Time for that space shuttle landing.
3: Thank you, Neil. This is Elaine Atour in the 610 WIOD News Center. The Space Shuttle Columbia is preparing to land at Edwards Air Force Base in just about a minute. We now join Mutual's Joe Walsh and Carrie Moran for live coverage of the shuttle so landing. The sharp uh-huh.
5: contrast against the cliffs now just a few feet off the landing line it's coming in just a few feet now from touchdown looking very good very steady nose edging down tires just a few feet off and there's the puffs of white smoke at the rear tires of the shuttle come back to earth nose now easing down very very gently very slowly
3: and they are down nose gear
4: touchdown (laughs)
3: This is Elaine Attour in the 610 WIOD News Center. There you have it, a perfect landing for the shuttle Columbia. We will now return to the Neil Rogers Show. All right! Good job!
1: It's uh, 20 till noon. Now, let's see, we went in at 38. That was the most insipid minute and 40 seconds in the history of radio. I hope that somebody sends the time capsule to the Smithsonian Institute of Broadcasting in Washington. That was the, the most incredible waste of time. Like, we couldn't have read that off the wire on the new news, right? Okay, 20 till 12, let's go to Deerfield. Hello.
4: Hi, Neil. How you doing? Yes, sir. Yeah, this is uh, Dave from Deerfield. Yeah, Dave. I've been holding on. The first time caller, long time listener.
1: <laughs> yeah? Nothing said, huh? Well, I'm just, we got so much stuff going on here, Dave. It's, don't feel like we're not happy to have you. We're delighted to have you.
4: Well, it's nice talking to you. Uh, I've been listening to your show since the war started, and I just happened to hear the uh, landing, too, and it was a waste of time.
1: Yeah. You know, they ought to put you, you wait. Made you wait for an extra two minutes for nothing. I know, isn't it? Here it, it comes. The wheels are... T- There's a little puff of smoke. <laughs> there it is. Oh, boy.
2: Look at that. What
1: so what we're going to be doing, we're going to take like three, four hours every day because I know people are into these uh, landings. Do you ever drive by the airport and see, like, the people that sit... The rubberneckers who sit around... Yeah, uh, on the tops of their cars, watching the planes land, and of course, a lot of those people would pretend that they're uh, aficionados of aviation, and what? And the thing is, they're all just sitting out there waiting for a plane to crash. They want to see it live. I wish they would, crash, Then they'd have something to watch. Yeah, that's true. Just as long as uh, nobody we know is on it. Well,
4: my boss told Thank me. Thank you, to cal- Sonny Junior. Hey, my boss told me to call you because a friend of mine that I work
1: with—he—he's a major douchebag, and I just wanted to relay that to you. Well, who is he? His name is Brad. Oh yeah, serious douchebag. Yes, he is. Well, you did a great job, sir. Thank you. Nice talking to have you. Have a good life. Have a good day. Bye. Okay. Have something good. We got a good salad here from Sunny's right now. Eleven forty four, we have an open line on the star line. Star I O. D, and let's go to Opalaka. Hello.
4: Neil Rogers Radio, six ten, W I O. C. How
1: yeah. you doing? Okay.
4: Boy, did you hear that crushing, numbing tone of depression slipping into the Elaine's voice there when it landed not oh. burning and
1: yeah. Well, she was depressed. It that didn't, that didn't crash because all news people are the same. They're all a bunch of sadistic it's, bastards. It's amazing. Yeah. It just I can't. I mean, people, I hope the pirates go on a streak and lose the next forty-five in really? a row just to get even. Okay. They, they the make me sick. And I t- I'll say it again. I've never seen Chuck Meyer and Bob Veal together.
4: Yeah. Wow. See Fat. you all right, Neil. Fat. It's gonna be up there. Is that triple? What triple? A, B, C, or double A, or what kind of baseball is that up there?
1: Poppeno. D cup.
4: I don't know. I really don't know. That's why I'm asking. A. It's just triple A. 1A. A. And 2A is better, and 3A is like next to the
1: pros, right? 3A is about like if your foot's the size of a uh, walrus. <laughs> have a good time, Pat. Take care. 1153. I have got these things just, they fall in under the door. I have no idea where this came from. This is screening procedures for phone calls on talk shows on WIOD. Another intercepted memo. That just I found it on the uh, floor out in the hallway during the break. Incredible. Did you read this yet? Oh, man. I'll save the best part for later. But let's go to page four. Sequencing callers. Let me get to the best part. Remember, no old-sounding callers get on the air unless they qualify. In other words, if they got a lot of money and they want to send us some of it. Callers should be appraised just before going on the air, pep them up, get them ready. Uh. Whip them into shape. Pep them up, George, come on. Get with it. In those rare instances when calls are few and far between, go back and check on the few calls that are on hold. Assure them that they'll be on the air soon, like sometime between now and next Shavuos. The first call of the hour sets the temp for the rest of the hour. It should be the best possible caller. <laughs> the first call after each break is also important. Okay, pick the best one and go with it. Which one? West Palm Beach. Hello.
4: Yes, this is Peppy. Oh yeah, good. Palm.
1: Y'all pepped up now. I'm
4: Peppy. <laughs> All
1: right. Peppy Lamoco. Whip him into shape, George. boy.
4: Listen, the next time they have a landing, what you got to do is uh, get. Uh, Joe and oh, Sunny to do a pre-landing show. Yeah, that way you'll hang on to the audience, and uh, you know they can do two hours before the plane lands.
1: Uh huh. While they're still drafting.
4: Speaking of Joe, is he still in California? Beats me. I mean, I can't believe they sent him out
1: there just to get an announcement on the. Uh, on hey, the hey, listen, this, I got to tell you something. This this radio station. I hate to say this, we lose more money on this sports department. They fleece them out of more bogus trips. Out of more, although they did do a great job two nights ago. I mean, that was good. But I mean, it just it's most of the time they go on all these bogus they have basketball games in Hawaii yeah. and in uh, Colorado Springs and places that haven't been invented yet. I mean, they probably spend billions of dollars every year on crap for the sports department here that's just uh, shocking, mind boggling.
4: I mean, he's only going to gain probably about five minutes uh, ahead of everybody else when they make the announcement, anyway.
1: He well, could, he could we, be in the studio. We want to be on top of it, okay? Well, he sure is. He's, he's probably in the hallway right now. I spoke to Elaine just before that uh, space shuttle. They had a little a screaming match and all. She says, "I want to be on top of it," <laughs> and uh, George came running out in the hall. So, who makes these decisions? Uh, is that Disney? I now Disney. He's not even here today. He's on another. Uh, he's on another Busman's Holiday. Him too? Oh yeah! Unbelievable! He's on another six-day vacation.
4: Well, all I can say is uh, Disney's a douchebag. Okay. And I'm out of material.
1: See you. 11.56. Now, let's see. We only got time for one or two calls before the top of the hour. What do you do then? It says, don't ever feel obligated to take the calls in the order in which they come. Finally, remember, this is showbiz. You're ultimately the person who can make or break a good talent, George. <laughs> Give him or her the absolute best selection of callers, and we all win. Right? Uh-huh. It's 11.56. Boy, I feel a lot better. Maybe I I don't think I had anything to do with it, but um I guess we all felt that way the first hour, hour and a half till that space shuttle landing. That's what got me awake. That got my juices flowing. Hi, Aaliyah.
4: Hey, Neil. Yeah. Pleasure to speak to you, sir.
1: Likewise.
4: Uh George came on the line there to try and pep me up, but uh, I don't didn't, think it, it worked. Didn't
1: didn't work, it's obvious. But no, well, uh, we'll do the space best shuttle we can. The landing anyway. did it for me. Yeah, that would do it. Hey, uh um, You know what you know what the part of it that did it for me? Which one? That was what did it. Uh, Elaine,
4: Elaine, Etto's nose. When did she, it for when me.
1: they put Elaine's nose on that yeah. runway, man, people <laughs> were going nuts. Looks like the space shuttle. Right? Even the people from CNN were in shock.
4: <laughs> Any, uh, not a request or anything, but I want to hear the uh, Frank Sinatra, Nancy Reagan
1: bit. Okay. Okay. As they say in junior high school, sir,
4: you got it. And uh, I believe you're God. Yep. And I want to call my sister Carmen and my brother Ray. Psychotic, neurotic. Douchebags.
1: Okay, those are the best kind. See ya.
4: Thank you, Neil.
1: All right. Well, he wants your Frankie Panky. Now, where the hell am I going to find that? Is it back on that thing there? No. Is it up on that thing up there? Could be. It might be. It is way the hell up there. Sir, I got news for you.
3: I hope you got a lot of hernia insurance. Bio Records presents Old
2: Blue Eyes on an unauthorized new album called Frankie Panky. When I'm around her, she just can't say no. That's why the first lady has a trim. Yes, Frank Sinatra is back, and this time he's in the Lincoln bedroom. And now your end is near. And so I draw the bedroom curtain. Frank Sinatra, the legend, the lech. Ron and Nancy, Ron and Nancy. One was napping while the others see. This album is so hot, even the Reagans are smoking. Do-be-do-be-doo. Be-do-be-do-be. <laughs> You'll get bitchcraft. It was a very good rear. And, of course... And then you go and spoil it all by marrying someone stupid like Ron Reagan. Let me see your moon and let me send away the garments.
1: You'll get a kick out of Frankie Banky. Available now on Busybody Records and Tapes. I did... at WYD. Well, it must have been an exciting night for Mike last night. You see how calm he looks today, relaxed, just not uh, the usual hyper, uh, over-emotional, over-stimulated jackass that he usually is? Very calm, like he finally got lucky, okay? Check his hand, George. 506 at WYOD. Remember, no old sounding callers on the air unless they qualify. You know something? I didn't realize it, but Steve uh, Zimmerman, our uh, brilliant engineer with the uh, shiny head, uh, Steve has already uh, put the new thing on here. And we've got a little card on there that temporarily. So, in other words, Palm Beach Line is still working now, but it's like temporary. In other words, you've, you've been reduced from permanent to like just uh, barely hanging on. We'll remain active till early Monday morning when the 800 number takes over. Boy, is that going to be... Can you imagine how that's going to broaden the horizon? Then we'll probably have to have like five more sheets of instructions on how to screen the calls for our Dodo board ops. For example, caller should sound young and energetic. All right, let's go to Fort Lauderdale. Hello? Hello, Neil. No, you don't qualify. He sounded young? No, too old. Too old, sir. And also, he violated uh, B, no speakerphones or bad lines. You hear how muffled that was? Hello, Neil. No way, sir. Not not according to our new procedures. Their point must be articulated in a concise manner. No multi-part questions, long rambling questions, or long preambles. In other words, get to the point. You know what I'm saying? So probably an easy way... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> an easy way to determine if they qualify for that part of our criteria would be to ask them... What's a question? Exactly. No callers over... Now, here's an interesting one. No callers over 65 unless they vehemently disagree with a host or guest. That sounds like the contrived kind of thing they do on a light bulb. Or express an absolutely outrageous opinion. Callers between the age of 25 and 64 are optimal. Callers under 18 must be extraordinarily articulate... Never air more than one caller 18. What? Never air more than one caller under 18 in a row? Who the hell does he think he's kidding? Now, how do we know how old they are? In other words, you have to guess that. We don't ask him how old they are, do we? He's not even listening to me. He's not paying the. He's like, what? Are you screening him? <laughs> <laughs> oh. How the hell do we know how old they are? We don't ask them how old they are. We might ask them their shoe size, but we don't ask. How. So what is this all a stupid thing about the ages? Oh man, I'm telling you, God Almighty! This I don't want to go into it. Let's go to a Miami and a Starline. Hello. A yeah, lot of money. Just the paper this. they waste on this I stuff. I want
2: to dedicate this call to your news crew
4: since they're so interested in the space shuttle. I'm in my truck. I'm applying the brakes. I got 60 pounds of pressure in my engine. My temperature is 125 degrees in the engine. I have my air conditioning on maximum. The station is on 610, and I'm in drive overdrive. All right. Okay.
1: Good job. Bye now. Thanks. Get out there and cover it, Elaine. She said she'll bring her nose out to you, sir. The old one. Coral Springs. What do I have
4: to offer the show?
1: Okay, let me go back to the beginning. <laughs> what is your question or comment, sir?
4: I got your offer right here. Okay. Uh, did, did
1: Mike see, said it'll be right over.
4: I hate to laugh at sad things, but did you see that that golfers that got hit by the
1: lightning? Oh, c- come on now. That's grotesque. No. You are laughing at
4: that? I know. It's just they're inside the picture, they're just like, that must hurt like hell to get hit by
1: I would think so, yeah.
4: And talk about, you think you make a lot of money, Neil. Do you see what uh, uh, Sean Connery got for one minute of work?
1: Yeah, a million bucks. Half a million. No, a million. No,
4: a half million.
1: Wrong. Wrong, you're wrong. And I read it in the paper this morning. It must be right. It said a million dollars. Half million. Okay. All right, we're
4: going to argue about this all day. <clears throat> anyway. You're wrong.
1: <laughs> all
4: right, now, can you play the, the shuttle again? I missed it the first
1: time. You want to hear the best part?
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, touchdown. All right, thanks. Touch man. this. at W.I.O.D. We have an open line in Broward. We're smoking today, boy. We got off to kind of like a screwy start in that first hour, but now that we got our underwear changed, man, we're doing it. We're cooking. We're smoking. Stale old cigar, too. Thanks, by the way, uh, to Wayne again for sending some fresh ones. That last box, man, stale as grandma's
3: uh, garters. And now, back to Chicken Jeopardy! And your host, Alex Trebees. We move on now to Double Jeopardy! Henny, you had the low score at the end of the last round. Choose a category, please. Extra terrestrials for 200. It makes strange noises in the chicken coop late at night. Yes, boneless. Frank Perdue, no. Cajun, no. What is a poultry geist? A poultry geist. Henny, you still have control of the board. To beak or not to beak for 600. He was the star of the omen. Boneless. Correct, regular pack. We'll return with final Chicken Jeopardy, where our category will be Choking the Pecker. 1240.
1: Rejecting techniques. Remember to disconnect immediately. Don't give it a caller time to respond. This is uh, how to blow off the caller. Thank you. I'll pass along your comment. Click. Number two. I'm sorry there's no more time this hour, but I'll pass your comment along. Click. Three. I'm sorry, we can't use your call today, but we appreciate your interest. Click. Be tough, but be polite whenever possible. Scratch that last part of that out. Miami.
4: You know, Neil, I'm really pissed off. About how can you, how can you call yourself an American if you're not even worried about our space shuttle landing okay on the field? Yeah, that's you funny. know what is that? I mean, can you really call yourself an American? No. So, so why? You know, you'd rather talk about guiding light or some stupid. Bull crap, soap yeah. opera on TV. Then, 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 listen to the space shuttle land. Yes, the importance of our space program here in the United States, and you're not even worried about our astronauts right. you getting here in good condition. What, you know what is that? Right. you Neil, know, I'm, I'm, you know I, I, I'm really surprised. As, as much support as you gave for us through the war, yeah. uh, as important as a space program, you don't really don't care, do you?
1: You know what I think? Living proof of our space program is, sir. What this call. 1243 at WIOD. More space at this place. We have an open line in Dade, 751. Let's go to Davey. Hello. Yeah,
4: Neil. Yeah. I'm all pepped up. Ready? Tell you. You know what the space shuttle landing is to me? It's an example of the ignorant American public, you know, that just wastes their money. You can ask a thousand people, give, them, give me one example of what we've gotten out of this space shuttle program. it will be like, well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Nope. What have we gotten out of this? It's a waste of money to me. And another um, thing that's a waste, you know, like, like we don't know, we already know what's killing our planet. Nobody gives a shit, you know.
1: Well, uh, twelve forty-three. <laughs> How come that isn't down here in the rules? <laughs> oh.
4: we already know what's killing our planet. Nobody gives a shit. We know what's killing our planet. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody
1: gives a shit. Let's go to uh, you're right about the last part, sir. They don't. Five two four WIOD. We have an open line on the Center Square in Broward on the uh, Paul Lind line, Miami Beach.
4: Yes, Neil. Uh, yeah. First time caller. The name is Carmen, and I'm all I'm all pepped up. Or Carmen up.
1: or Carmine?
4: Yeah, uh, it's Carmen.
1: Carmen Miranda?
4: No, no, no. It's Italian. Born on the feast of Saint Carmel. They took the L off and uh, added an N. But it's been kind of difficult here in the, uh, in the south of Florida, but uh, I am the father of six children, so there's no problem there. Neil, I have a favor to ask of you. Are you there?
3: Yeah, I'm here. Okay.
4: Uh, have you ridden on 95 lately going yeah. north in Dade County? Yeah. There's a massive amount of potholes. I've ruined two tires already. <clears throat> I'd like to see you as our knight in shining armor to get something
1: done about that. Yeah, right. This. No chance. This no is chance. this show is not involved in social activism. So You're not even going to Johnny. We're just here to entertain. No, I'm not. <laughs> and and one of the questions. I'll give you the you number know? of that guy that's all concerned about the astronauts.
4: Yes. Okay. The space
1: okay. the space cadet.
4: And Neil, I was wondering, how come you never you never mentioned Tanya Cruz? <laughs> you not mentioning it. Listen, it's great hearing you on the show, even though you can't help me, and keep up the good work, sir. Okay.
1: Okay. Okay, that one slipped through the screening process badly. Okay, maybe when we uh, have a little time later on in the show, we can analyze how that particular call slipped through our intensive, exhaustive screening process. Let's make sure it don't happen again. Let's go to Miami on the Star Line. Hello.
4: Hello, Neil. Yeah. Me, very pissed off. Me, Peppy.
1: No one has peppy. Okay. Boy, they're doing it. They're inhaling the uh, helium this hour. I'll tell you that. Miami.
4: Hey, what did that guy say? There's a bunch of pot on 95 he wanted you to help with?
1: Yeah. Oh. He was smoking it.
4: Listen, uh, I got the metro bus schedule for Chuck Meyer if he's interested when they're, you know, departing and leaving.
1: Well, we're going to be covering every arrival, as a matter of fact.
4: And uh, In I'm fact,
1: we've got to get the mini bus schedule, too.
4: Exactly. Metro Rail.
1: We're going to have uh, IOD mini-brakes with the minibus uh, landings.
4: Uh, and for George, the four-letter words are on page two of the memo. You've got to turn it over.
1: Okay. Talk to you later did, but, well, wait a minute. It, oh, you're on, you were on hold, weren't you? Yes, I heard it. But it did get on the, it sec- got, the it second did on. time. You made the cut. Not the second time. No. No. Well, that's all right. One out of two ain't bad. No. See you.
4: When's the next uh, takeoff of the shuttle? Uh, Can you post at least? Update? 1252.
1: Maybe, uh, 1252. We'll have another uh, update.
4: How about a draft show for the shuttle?
1: Good thinking. We'll work on it. We'll
4: draft the astronauts.
1: Draft this. See you later. 1247 at WIOD. We have an open line in Dade, Seven five one nine four 751 wiod Fort Lauderdale.
4: I'm peppy, because George told me so. Okay. That's number one. Number two, I don't come from a baseball town. Let me ask you a question. When you buy a season ticket, do they give you a break?
1: Of course.
4: Well, because, you know, in football, you know, it's 28 bucks, mm. whether or not you go to 16 or Well, one. that's
1: because there's only a limited number of games. they got to give you a break in baseball. It's probably okay. not much.
4: You know what kind of percentage they give you?
1: Or? No. You don't know? Minimal. Minimal. We're going to do it anyway, I think. You're right. All righty. We'll be there. You got it. See ya. You got it. Here's a mobile in Pompano. Hello. Yeah, Neil? Yeah. Yeah, That I've been screened, man.
4: Peppy and all that good stuff. Hey, did you happen to catch that locker room interview after that basketball game the other night with your little buddy Costas? No,
1: that was the most incredible thing I've ever you seen. You mean in my the one life. where he said about Michael Jordan's mother and father, and it was his wife?
4: Yeah, yeah, I couldn't believe it. I could. I mean, here's, here's the little guy—he looks like a gerbil for Christ's sake. With all yeah. guys. he's yeah. like four and a half feet tall, rocking around the locker room.
1: And he, does, and he does have his nose up all the uh, Super Jock's butt, so I guess it kind of fits. Yeah,
4: no problem. As little as he is running around sticking his nose in everybody's business. But I couldn't believe that when he, when, he, when he says, you know, here's Michael Jordan sitting with his mother. And Michael says, that's my wife. And he looks at her and says, oh, it must be the hat. I mean, let's insult the bitch twice.
3: Yeah, know? right.
4: Unbelievable. I couldn't <laughs> believe it. the craziest thing I ever saw. But anyway, I'm pulling up in front of the grandstand right now, going in to do a little advanced betting on the quarters tonight. And I didn't know whether you caught that thing or not. I just thought I'd give you a yell.
1: Say hi. We caught it. All right. Good luck to you, sir. You'll need it. Thanks. Okay. Here comes the bunny. Well, listen, we've got an open line in Broward, 524-WYOD. If George asks you a lot of ridiculous personal questions gets your name and phone number, you'll know he's probably having some problems at home. It's 107. Let's go to the Star Line in Deerfield. Neil. Yeah. Yeah, that's first time caller. Great. Uh, Where's no, the asterisk on you? Oh, there it is. Yeah. But that doesn't mean, that's said, not what that means. He said I should be peppy, you know. And there's only one asterisk.
4: Just one?
1: Yeah. Everybody's got one. And that's only one to one to risk.
4: But, yeah, I was watching uh, Ann Bishop the other night.
1: And I in, finally, fact, pre- in fact, if Oprah calls, put a big asterisk next to her name. There, go you, ahead. Th- there you go. But I was watching Ann Bishop
3: the other night, and I finally figured out who she is. Yeah. She's
4: Buddy Ryan in
3: drag. <laughs> that's, ah. what, that's
4: what I figured. Buddy Ryan's been sidelining the whole time. Is it's Buddy
1: Ryan in drag. Hey, look real close there; You'll see the wig. Yeah, he does wear nice sweaters, too. How about the name South Florida Glades for the team? Say goodbye. 108 to WYOD. No more names. See, that's another thing that should be on this thing is screen them out. Every caller, ask them if they have a name for the team, and if they even begin to say yes, hang up on them. Mm.
2: Sometimes I feel myself.
1: This is Tom Brokjaw in New York. The blistering effects of global warming continues to take their toll around the country. In follicle North Dakota, a screening of the movie Backdraft caused the two adjacent movie screens to also catch fire. For obvious reasons, the A-15 showing of Stone Cold was canceled. This is Tom talk Taco Usher Hot Box office. Uh-huh.
2: 116
1: at WYOD. Just a great day, isn't it? It's not raining, is it? We don't know. Look on the thing? Is there anything on there? Nothing. It's great. It's going to be a great night at the ballpark. Great night at Pompano Park. Great night for the Irish. South Beach.
0: Hey,
1: Neil. Yeah. It's Diddley. Diddley?
4: Yeah, Billy from South Beach. From what? South Beach. How you doing?
1: Oh, South Beach.
4: Yeah, and it's raining down here.
1: It's raining on South Beach? Yeah. I'll be damned, Billy.
4: Hey, check this out. Yeah? You need to go to Master's Pizza in South Beach, man. For what? Yeah, the best pizza down there.
1: You mean on Alton Road? Huh? Alton Road. Yeah. Alteen and Altine and Seventeen.
4: Yeah, have you been there? No. You gotta go there. They take food stamps, too.
1: They, they save them or they take them?
4: They take them. They steal them? Huh? <laughs>
1: Why, well, you got some, Billy?
4: No, nah, do you?
1: Yeah, I got a bunch of them. Oh. I ripped them off from some old ladies. Hey,
4: let me ask you a question. See you, Billy. Why do so many people in South Beach hate you? Like who? I don't know. Every time I hear somebody call, call you, they're cursing you out.
1: Because they have no taste, Billy. Oh, yeah? They're a bunch of slime balls. All right, hey. Billy? Hey, Billy. Yeah. Say goodbye. All right. 117 at WYOD. obviously a well-screened caller. We have an open line in Dade. Seven- <laughs> I got a good idea. Since we usually try to break all the rules that they set down in these things immediately. Well, see, the problem is you've got all these damn lines lit up. Do any of these people sound like... Well, let's try um, four. Hello? Yeah, I hope my father... See, you're right. Uh, let's go to uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello? No kick. Okay, this will work out. We're going to dump all these calls. Okay, sorry. I apologize. We had all lines. I don't want to do that. Well, I'm sorry. I want to try to break the rule. Now, it says, um, where was that one sheet? It said, um, callers under eight. No, no, get out.